Do you ever open your inbox and get one of those messages about enhancing your performance, negotiating with an affectionate spouse, or financing the return of a disenfranchised monarch and think, you know, if they'd done a little more research on our target demographic, I would totally be in. No? Just us? Well, this is a story you're going to want to hear. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to another episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. I am glad you're here. I'm not planning on talking about little blue pills or mail order brides or even 401 scams, but I do want to talk about sperm performance. Well, sort of. We're going to talk about how an infographic helped us explain the importance of doing your research when it comes to earned media. And it just happens to be about sperm performance. One of the strategies for getting earned media is to create really interesting original content and pitch it to publications and influencers where they have audiences that will find it valuable. When done right, this can be a powerful way to get in front of not only a lot of people, but the right kind of people. People who might become buyers or otherwise help your brand and or business grow. What often happens with earned media campaigns, however, is something more like when my small child and I are boiling spaghetti and we each take a piece out of the water and throw it at the wall. Sometimes it sticks, sometimes it does not. It's great to know when your spaghetti is done, but terrible for earned media. But this unfortunately, very unfortunately, happens a lot. Last week, the SpinSuck support email received a pitch from Mystical Writing. It was the second email from the same person, and the two emails were exactly the same. The only difference, really the only difference, is they were sent three days apart. So Laura Petrolino, being who she is, and if you don't know her, this is very characteristic, decided to respond to the person pitching us. She wrote, and I quote, Dear person, she used their name, but I'm not going to. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't going to respond to your email since I don't normally respond to emails such as this. But the fact that you took the time out of your day to send me the exact same email, not once, but twice, over the past three days really touched me. You were obviously a clever writer because while each email was word for word identical, the repetition as I scrolled down this email to read them both on repeat was extremely effective. Midway through the reading of the second one, it hit me. Yes, yes, I absolutely must write whatever this woman wants. I mean, talk about persuasive writing techniques. Well done. So I went to your website, mysticalwriting.com, based on your email, only to find it doesn't exist. I guess it, it actually is mystical that way. What a unique but clever way to really live your brand. My rights for writing sponsored content start at $1 million per word. I do, however, offer a 25% discount if your content topic has to do with unicorns. Please advise if you'd like to proceed. Please advise if you'd like to proceed. See what I did there? Trying out your techniques. She's crazy. Funny, but crazy. Usually, the only appropriate response to these kinds of messages is politely saying you're not interested or, like I do, just ignore them entirely. But unless you're Laura and you find a teachable moment, clearly teachable moment, which brings me back to the infographic about sperm performance. A couple of years ago, Laura opened her inbox to find a very friendly message requesting she share an infographic with some amazing facts about sperm performance with the SpinSucks community. Now, on the surface, it might not seem like there's any correlation between sperm performance and branding and communications. 
And there might not actually be any at all. But if there were, and this infographic was a really good and relevant fit for our audience, who knows? We might have shared it. Maybe. But the content creator didn't tell us one way or another if the content was relevant to our particular audience, just that the infographic was full of interesting information and shared on major publications. What that marketer should have done instead was researched who we are, what we do, why we do it, and ideally had some kind of history of engaging with our content and then given us a clear reason that our audience would care about the content of the infographic. Laura had some excellent suggestions for what would make such an infographic a good fit for us. Just go to Spin Sucks and type sperm performance into the search bar. And I will say, you're welcome. Now that you've done that, let's talk about how to write pitches to promote your content that is less throw spaghetti on the wall and more excellent investment of your time and energy for a mutually beneficial content sharing relationship. There are four steps. Number one, lay the groundwork. Number two, determine your goals. Number three, create the content. Number four, promote it. To get started with laying the groundwork for success, you want to do some research. Who are you really trying to attract? This sounds simple in the abstract, but it's a very involved process. Very often, content marketers want to get their content in front of as many people as possible. And while numbers look and feel good, total views or downloads don't matter as much as conversions or sales. So think carefully about who your audience of buyers is and find out who they're paying attention to. Keep an eye on the news and in social media for other creators who are targeting your audience. Share their content, engage with them, and generally make yourself known as a colleague in the industry. Then, down the road, when you have content that will be relevant for their audience and therefore valuable for them, they will be happy to open your email, click on your link, respond to your direct message. Step two is determining your goals. Not every piece of content needs to be specifically geared toward converting strangers into leads or leads into customers. You might always be trying to build awareness or demonstrate some thought leadership. What you need to keep in mind is the specific goal for the piece of content you're working on so that you can promote it in the most effective way. Maybe it would be best for hundreds of thousands of people to see your article tweeted so you stay top of mind, but maybe what a piece of content's for is for educating people who are already interested in what you do. How you pitch and promote that content will change accordingly. Step three is to create the content, and that should be pretty self-explanatory. Keep your goals and your audience in mind, make it interesting, make it original, and make it attractive. And when I say create the content, make sure that it's specific to one, 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 one publication or influencer, one. It's not going to be specific that you pitch it to one publication and influencer and also send it to 16 others, one, one. And then you can promote the content. Send unique requests to specific humans and use the results of your research to clearly explain how and why the content is valuable for their audience. If you've put in the groundwork, set your goals well, and created something awesome, then you'll very likely get a lot of shares and promotion. All of this is the work that goes into earning your media according to the PESO model. And it's not easy and it takes a lot of time, but has a huge potential for helping you grow your business. And the mystical writer person whom Laura responded to, she actually ended up being a really great sport. 
She responded to Laura's snarky email by saying, Dear Laura, your email made my day. I know you have no desire to work with us, but I can't help myself right now. That was so beautifully sarcastic and actually persuasive. I'm a real person. I'm sorry our algorithm annoyed you. I hope your 2019 is prosperous. I will take you off our list. We'd love to hear from you. What creative approaches have you taken to media pitching that's earned you some results? Find us on Twitter at SpinSucks or join us in the free SpinSucks community at SpinSucks.com slash Spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll be back next week. See you then or listen to you then. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the SpinSucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 